How do you mean? Yeah, what are future generations going to do with unlimited data on their video games I know, so, so that have, no specific phrase gets repeated oh, robotically. Yeah, and that they have like good like good repeatable or recordable voice acting and uh-huh. like that's bonkers. Like the most recognizable phrase at the beginning of a video game should be Gobble Grabble. <laughs> like do you remember uh the Dreamcast game Power Stone? Yeah. Yes, yeah, sort of. Um like when you press start in it uh, some I think dude would just say, and I'm to bump up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he was saying an invitation to combat and war, maybe. Uh, sure. Weird. Like, but that's the thing, right? Is like even if you could almost make it out, like you would with the MPEG soft deck driven Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. God damn it! <laughs> uh, like. They weren't phrases written by native speakers of the language that you're listening to. And yeah. in fact, they were probably written for speakers of other languages to hear in English. Right. How in-depth was the Dreamcast, like, cracking system that you had to specifically know about, like, w- uh, what format the sound was in? Um. Well, it it was it, it was actually the is actually the uh, animation and video format. Um, it's oh, a thing sure. called MPEG Soft Deck, uh, and I only know it because every time you start a Dreamcast, it says "powered by MPEG Soft Deck." Ah, okay. Which is so this wasn't something you needed to know to play weird Japanese Dreamcast games. No, no, the internet knew that for me. <laughs> yeah, that that was just a thing where, like, hey, do I want to learn the Tokyo subway map from a Dreamcast game that requires me to deliver packages throughout Tokyo? <laughs> um. <laughs> The game was called Tokyo Subway Map. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, if I wanted that, um, I would just ask the internet, hey, internet, where's an ISO for Tokyo Subway Map? And then the internet would say, do you want it in Japanese and not translated at all or sporadically poorly translated? <laughs> <laughs> and I would say, sporadically poorly translated, please. It's like a hint system then. Pretty much, yeah. It's like a hint system for the basic controls of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, how much did the controls of the game matter for subway directories? It took me about twelve hours to figure out how to get on a train. <laughs> <laughs> Worth every second. Yeah, sure. That's great gameplay, right? Did there. you eventually go to Tokyo and verify all of these things by getting a job as a delivery person? I have not. I still intend to. Sure. Because that's what I told myself while I'm while I was playing the game. Well, now if I ever go to Tokyo, I'll know how to get from place A to place B. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I guess in Japanese, like, I don't know, place like Ha to place Ro. Like, uh-huh. uh Well, hopefully they haven't updated their infrastructure since 1999 or whatever. Yeah. Why would they? <laughs> yeah. If there's anything... That Tokyo specifically is known for it is for stagnating uh-huh. and not changing at all in any way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's sort of their deal. Yep. I wonder if you can still get used underpants from vending machines. Great there. question. That is a good question. If you know the answer to that question, email us, Dan. Habadcast at gmail dot com. Habadcast at gmail dot com. Habadcast. Oh. Habadcast. 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 A bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. Now I remembered this time to do that in a reasonable amount of time, and uh, now I'm your host, Mike Linden. With me, co-host Dan Linden. What? And uh, other co-host Stephen Montenegro. Yeah, I like that our uh, I like that our teaser basically just turned into a commercial. <laughs> it's like a very special episode of Murphy Brown because there was like a tornado somewhere. They're like, so uh, enjoy the rest of the episode, but remember. Call the 1-800 number on your screen to donate $5 to tornado victims. Oh, sure. Except in our case, we do the much more socially valuable thing of please email us if you know how to buy underwear <laughs> on the streets of Tokyo. Yeah. Um, <sighs> also, uh, also, no one has emailed anyone since Murphy Brown was on TV. Uh, that is true, but uh, as we established po- pre-show, Dan doesn't have a Facebook account anymore, so what else are we going to do? How can you possibly communicate without uh, going to ancient email technology? 
I mean, I Snapchat. do sometimes email people. Snapchat still exists? Yes. Yeah, but they're barely. Like, <laughs> they're hanging on, but... Oh, yeah, boy, I, yeah. I thought there was a big, like, they're like abandoned on the... ship on that yeah, platform. So Snapchat stories... They're on the precipice. <laughs> Snapchat stories used to be um, used to be the most expensive uh, online advertising to buy. Like, you would... You, you could end up paying, like, like $60 for yeah. Snapchat stories instead of $0.04 cents for clicks on Facebook mm. or on Google or whatever. Uh. Now it's, like, $0.12. Cents. <laughs> um, their IPO didn't go the way they wanted it to. Sure. Also, um, no one likes Snapchat for some reason. I presume that it's for the same reason that uh, I uh, never signed up for Snapchat. Um. I didn't like their terms of service. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah, that end user license agreement that says that they own literally everything that you do on your phone, whether or not you do it in Snapchat. Um, oh. Yeah, that ain't great. <laughs> All right, yeah, that, that's, not, that's not a good uh, like, thing to agree to. Literally, their terms of service say, like, hey, if you give us access to your camera or your camera roll so that you can, like, so that you can, like, use this service to send photos we can just turn your camera on anytime we want capture images and it belongs to us <laughs> i've been doing like a crazy person thing uh where like uh i still have a yahoo email account mm-hmm. yep and uh i guess that already kind of is the yahoo email in. account still a reference to an I incubus like- song title <laughs> Uh, it might be. Uh, in any case, to be fair, it's an Incubus song title before they were cool. I feel like we're narrowing down what this email address is a <laughs> bit too much. <laughs> Given what I assume you're about to tell us about this email address. Uh, well, no, but, uh, anyways, you have a Yahoo email account. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, uh, like, you Yahoo- know what? Let's just say it's a Hotmail account so people don't figure Ooh, it out. Throw them off. <laughs> Well, I think I'm about to say, like, you know, company-specific stuff that will, once again, narrow it down to the Yahoo account that it is. Uh, Alta Vista Mail. Um, Yahoo, like, got acquired by or merged with something called Oath. Oath? Oath. Oh. .com or whatever. Uh, and what, they, is, what is that? That sounds white supremacist. <laughs> I Oof. don't remember. It is a terrible name for... It either sounds white supremacist or like Christian identity, <laughs> yeah. which is generally white supremacist. Yeah, sometimes those that Venn diagram can be real uh, a real circle. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> so like they have some new you know user agreement uh, that popped up that they kept reminding me of when it happened, mm-hmm. um, and it had some sort of like due date on it mm-hmm. for you to either accept it or you know. Uh, I guess stop using the email address or something. Sure. But that end user license agreement also has an X in the top right corner. <laughs> so just every time I use my email account, I just have to, I just close that window. It has been months and months. I don't think it matters legally <laughs> at all. Yeah. They I just continue to <laughs> refuse to say that I accept this terms of use. Yeah. They can't, they can't do that to you. You, like, you registered for an account. Right. And then you had it. Yeah. And then you're done. (laughs) That's how that works. Sure. You already agreed to a thing. They can't just go change the terms of service on you. Yeah, I already agreed to a thing in, like, the early 90s. (laughs) Early 90s? Or mid-90s or sometime in there. You were in middle school in the early 90s. Sure. Wow. I don't remember when I first got email. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It was definitely like... Well, when did... Uh, I definitely had it in, like, freshman year of college. Mm, sure. So it was at least late 90s. Yeah. yeah. I remember, I remember though, emailing you at your university address at one point. Sure, I had that. Yeah. That certainly was a thing. But that's like... But, like, for people like our age, yeah. like, a lot of people's first email address was their university email address. I don't believe university email was my I first I can't imagine email. it was, no. Because you were a, a, a 
Super lead Haxor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were, you were super lead Haxor. Yeah, remember how? I mean, we were pretty lead when uh, our dad would bring his work laptop home, <laughs> uh-huh. and we would connect to the phone line, and you two would stay up late slowly downloading Allison Chain's fan pages. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I needed to know what was going on. Yeah. In the mind of someone that thought they knew what was going on with <laughs> Allison James. I remember, you know, I mean, when I remember dad trying to explicitly prod us into becoming program, into becoming interested in programming yeah. by pointing us at a very easy visual basic uh, video game and saying, hey, look, you could do this that. is the visual basic behind yep. this video game. You yep. could mess with it. Yep. And then we did like. One thing where somehow the background of the, I guess we changed the background of the uh, sprite that the monkey throwing exploding bananas yep. was, and then we said, oh, this seems hard, and yep. then never came back to it. Yeah, that's pretty much the story of like everything Dad ever tried to get me into. Well, but now Mike does it for a living. So I guess it worked. I guess. It on, must have. It worked on one See? of us. That, that real hands-off, hey, look. <laughs> You could probably do this. <laughs> Man. I'm, not, I'm not planning on giving you any more information. No. To, to be fair. <laughs> but I will be disappointed in you if you don't follow up on this. To be fair, yes. someone <laughs> saying to you out loud once, hey, you could probably do this, is literally 100% of the encouragement you've ever received in your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's never worked. No. Suck it. It did in this one instance. Not really. It was sort of an unrelated uh, parallel evolution thing where I tried to do something else, found out that was really hard, (laughs) and then in the midst of learning how to do that thing, I took a computer programming class and realized, oh, I know how to do this now for some reason. What was the something else? Um, Electrical engineering. Sure. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Eventually, you start doing like... Uh, adding imaginary numbers to impedances, and it's like I don't, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about it's, this. It's it gets pretty complicated. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, I use aftermarket electronics where they've most of the time figured it out for you. <laughs> <laughs> you start daisy chaining together a bunch of powered like a powered speakers and shit like that, and like maybe you got to consider like your homage in and out, but. Uh-huh. But generally, once you're doing that, it's because you've rented them in an emergency. So who cares what kind of wear and tear you put on them? Sure. Wow. Speaking of the early 90s, I feel like we're doing some of the original podcast material right now. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, we're we're basically, this is basically, how Badcast is basically the borscht belt of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to uh, turn off all of the processing and add some like, uh, like, weird skype latency glitches and then we'll have uh we're, we'll have ourselves a real original old school podcast mm-hmm. yeah because you can't just like it would be really hack to just like have a podcast and just start calling people hockey pucks <laughs> but if you called them hockey puck oh god wow that was terrifying that <laughs> really was uh <laughs> all right that was like a good. That was like a good impression of. Yeah, like, I, no, that's. I think that's what made it terrifying. It's like that was pretty. That was authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really thought right. that I was crashing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Did you freeze? <laughs> Does a podcast do that? I don't know what a pod. Why is it called a podcast? <laughs> I listen to it on my Zoom. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it called Zoom broadcasting? Or like Zoom show? Yeah. Why isn't it a Zoom show? I would love it if it were called a Zoom show. <laughs> a Zoom show. Hazoon show. Hazoon show. Hazoon show. Great. Although, uh, if it really matched the pattern of what we were doing, it would just be how bad, bad show. show. Yeah. Mm. Should we should we change the name of the podcast no. again? Because <laughs> then you'll get into another. <laughs> then you'll find another theme song that you're way too proud about doing <laughs> yeah. every episode. <laughs> It's nice to have a theme song. Do you think that I'm proud of the theme song the, that I'm doing? I don't know. You're do I so- exude pride when I do Maybe that? Maybe it's not pride, but like the listeners can't see. Like the Mike gets so much joy out of seemingly so much joy out of just doing that stupid clap song every time. Well, I mean, I do enjoy doing annoying things, <laughs> and that's why people like your company. <laughs> but that's not the same thing as being proud of it. I guess that's, that's a true. that's a fair point. That is a fair point. It's more like. Uh, direct action schadenfreude. 
Oh. Oh, direct action. That's a term we don't use anymore, really. We just call it organizing now. (laughs) (laughs) Direct action made me feel like I was a character played by Bruce Willis. Oh, sure. (laughs) Organizing makes me feel like I've got three ring binders. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame. Don't get me wrong. I love a good three ring binder. Sure, who doesn't? They keep everything together. <laughs> like it's nice to it's nice to be able to like you know theme the front because they got that like plastic sheet where you print something off, stick it in there. Sure, sure. I find that like I think uh, I think maybe it's just the whole nervous energy thing, but pages in a three ring binder tend not to continue using all three rings when I'm uh, oh used, when I'm flipping yeah you're them. doing it wrong you gotta <laughs> stick every page into an individual plastic sheet right yeah those plastic sheets do seem like the key they are and then for sure. and then you can write on them you can write on them with like whiteboard markers Ooh, that's smart and it doesn't rub off oh like I, also, I mean uh, you can rub it off but when you're just like flipping through pages it won't rub off I see Ooh. here's a hot direct action Neat. tip Mar- for you Mark listeners up. out there yeah, you can redline your own agenda. Ooh. I also, I feel like I have a lot of memories of uh, being too lazy to, like, try to find a way to punch holes and just, like, actively pushing, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, solid pieces of oh, paper yeah. I definitely, the I definitely hole. did that in college. Yeah, you got to get a good three-hole punch or use the plastic or use the plastic sheets or... and. If you need just like one day's worth of three ring binder, nothing beats a good clipboard. That's true. Oh, Oh, God. Do you like you ever carry around like a a fresh new clipboard that someone hasn't already put stickers on the back of? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing better than that. Just a pure, clean clipboard. You just are you just rubbing it all the time? Like on your face. No, no friction almost. Yeah. There's, there's like, if you ever held a clipboard, there's pretty much no friction. It's a frictionless yeah. surface. Which is odd, because they, you know, they are designed to be held. You would think yes, that you would want true. some grip on there. I don't know. It, it, like, you kind of stick it in the crook of your arm like you're carrying a loaf of bread. Sure. Or a baby or whatever. <laughs> huh. A bread baby. So clipboards are the loaf of bread of organizing. Yeah, of okay. the organizing and public events world. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And here's the thing. You got a clipboard... And even better, you got a clipboard and a headset, uh, or the the holy grail trifecta: yeah. a clipboard, a headset, and a bottle of water that has been opened but not drank out of, <laughs> hanging out of the, the back of your pocket. Yeah, people will let you do anything at an event. <laughs> yeah, what if you have like a little lanyard just just cherry on top? Oh no. If you have the lanyard, yeah. people will let you do it anyways, because that's how they—that's how most events determine: do I get to do things? Uh-huh. A badge on a lanyard. How effective is it as ma- at uh, making other people on the street avoid eye contact with you? Oh, I imagine nearly one hundred percent. So you're saying if I don't have a lanyard, I just got to slap together a clipboard, a headset, undrank bottle of water. Is it suspicious if it's a new clipboard? Should you have stickers on it? Ooh, great question. Um. Here's how you solve that. Uh-huh. You put a couple of sheets of paper on the clipboard, right? Because you, you can't just have a clipboard. No. What kind no, of freak that, are you? Yeah, that would be insane. You um, have a naked clipboard? You put a couple of sheets of paper on the clipboard. You yep. take the top two or three sheets, flip them over. Yeah. Oh, like you're writing on the fourth sheet yeah, and just yeah. hold it that way. Yeah. Like you've been doing stuff all day. Yeah. So now people think it might have stickers on it. They're just all in the top two thirds <laughs> of the back of the clipboard. Yep. <laughs> Makes sense. All those apple and banana stickers. Although given that. I would think that like that lower third would be the most popular place to put stickers if people are thinking this through. Why? Because that's the part that never gets covered by the flipped over sheets of paper. That's the prime advertising real estate for the sticker. Mm. It's also the part that you're always holding, though. Yeah, you don't want sticker hands. <laughs> you might be putting stickers on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta get you to keep these on. <laughs> I gotta get some tape and put the sticker on. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Although, if you were having problems with like keeping your grip on that thing, yeah, exactly. That's the way to do it. You know what's bullshit? Uh, <laughs> Those metal clipboards that open up and you can store papers inside of. Oh, sure. Uh, bullshit. You mad at them? <clears throat> yeah. First of all, the corners are sharp. Yeah. Sure. Second of all, put that shit on your clipboard. <laughs> what's wrong with you? If there's too much stuff on your clipboard, do what normal clipboard people do. Put some rubber bands around just the wood of the clipboard so you can tuck some things in the back of it. Right. How angry are you at the people who have the 
plastic version of that metal clip. Oh god, they're the worst. They're mostly like they're mostly like junior college football coaches too. <laughs> Have you ever met a junior college football coach? Well, uh, that person definitely sucks. <laughs> it does seem likely. How do you end up as a junior college football coach? You fail at everything. <laughs> wow. It's not like a like, minor league situation no, where you're you just get, waiting to get called up? No, you get fired from a janitor gig. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, shots fired. Yeah. Well, Ricky the kid that sweeps up hair at the barber shop started stealing from the tip jar. He's gone. I guess it's junior college football coach for him. <laughs> Why do junior colleges have football teams? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you got to do something to get all that. Uh, just keep people distracted so they don't, like, eat each other. Right. It's, well, I, it's either football or cannibalism. What? You you want to make that choice? You want to change which choice? I, I feel like... I feel like you might be overstating the amount of cannibalism in America's public two-year institutions. Hey, man. Junior college football, the purge of colleges. Yes. Junior colleges. Yes. Regular colleges don't need it. They just like it. They don't like what? They like purges? No, they like football, I guess. Because only junior colleges have this problem in this scenario we've constructed. Yeah, Mike's right, but don't spend too much time thinking. <laughs> I mean, the story institutions, they purge through their secret societies. Well, where sure. there's like shadow murders. Or by just not letting black people in. Sure. I mean, that's right. A, that's certainly a form of purge. Take that, University of Michigan. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, clipboard talk went a strange direction. <laughs> I mean, more strange than just having clipboard talk at all. Yeah. Always does. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like that's very on brand for us to, for Stephen to have some inane opinion about <laughs> something, and then it turns into something very dark in less than half an hour. I would argue that he had a... Very strong opinion about an inane thing. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Right. A very valid opinion about an important thing. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's how another do all, way. How do y'all organize your papers? I seen your car. Just got papers floating around in it. What uh, papers? Floating. Cool. Yeah, because you're, you're too, you don't use your air conditioning. I was going to say you're too cheap to turn on the air conditioner. <laughs> you just leave your window open, papers fly everywhere. You don't know what's math homework. And oh, what's... I got to go to the coolant shop and fill up again. A note to the doctor or whatever. Why are you right. writing notes to your doctor, Mike? Yeah. You're <laughs> not the expert in this situation. The doctor is. I can't handle uh, letting someone else get one up over on me. I in notes I form. To, yeah, I have to equalize our uh, power position. Here's a prescription. Eat my ass. <laughs> wow! If the doctor says okay, <laughs> is that a great or a terrible doctor? I don't know. Is that entrapment? <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's committed a crime in this scenario? <laughs> Is it entrapment if you can if you can legitimately claim I was being sarcastic? I'm not a lawyer, but and I'm certainly not a judge, and I'm certainly not a Supreme Court justice. But I'm going to say it's not. I think we just found a powerful legal loophole, the best legal loophole. So wait, what what is the scenario here where we are completely so, engulfed? So you suspect that a doctor mm -hmm. uh, should lose his license okay. for improper practices. Uh -huh. For improper ass eating. <laughs> so you go in, you uh, entice him to give you some sort of prescription uh -huh. so that you can come back with, I've got a prescription for you, eat my ass. Okay. And, and then, then if he doesn't, <laughs> you can legitimately claim, hey, it was very clear that I was being sarcastic there. I see. But if he refuses to... Yeah. You'll say that he's ignoring patient directives. Oh. Oh, right. Now that's a trap. Yeah. yeah. Take that, every doctor. <laughs> wow, what if every doctor lost their license? We would just create a new we would just create a new licensing system that was less stringent. <laughs> We'd be like, oh shit, we're out of doctors. Well, let's just let anybody be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like uh like what barbers used to be. Oh, it's time that we went back to the barber as doctors. To, yeah. yeah. Were they doctors at all or just specifically surgeons? 
I think yeah, they were just they were mostly dentists. Yeah, I think it was more just like, hey, I've already got a bunch of sharp stuff around and a chair and a chair. <laughs> so yeah, I'll take care of that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it was the most important element. Yeah, the chair. Is that why they had to be so? No, uh... oh, no, I guess that was lice. I was, th- <laughs> I was thinking, why? Why did they? Why did they have to be uh, so meticulous about keeping their combs clean? But yeah, that's definitely because of lice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, other other parasites, maybe like ringworm or some shit. Sure, sure. Well, you like, want ringworm? No, nobody wants ringworm. Um, I mean, I I don't I don't know why we needed to focus on and say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those things that probably just literally goes without saying <laughs> that nobody wants ringworm. Yeah, we've uh, now said it like three times. I don't know, so it doesn't go without <laughs> saying at all. <laughs> It goes without saying, I don't want ringworm. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Although of all of the things that have the word worm in their name. Sure. That are parasites yes. in some way. Yes. I guess ringworm is probably the best one to have since it's not actually a worm. Yeah. I mean, at least you don't have like a worm crawling around in your eyeball or whatever. Right. Don't what, we all have like worms What's the eyeball worm? There was a guy who... Uh, like no, I didn't actually expect you oh. to have a real answer for this. Uh, there's a guy who's like, he would just have these really weird... Is it a worm that eats your tears? I don't know. But he had like a thing where like his, cool. his vision would just get really weird and he couldn't really figure it out. And the doctor was like, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> but then like one day it just sort of like felt like really like there was a physical sensation of like something happening uh-huh. in his eye. And he like, he said he literally just sort of like went to the mirror and just like saw a little thing just kind of like getting its way back in and he's like oh shit there's a worm in there this is something that you read on uh creepypasta.reddit.com no this was in the washington post <laughs> all right which is basically reddit <laughs> yeah but they don't really try to be creepypasta that often i don't know what creepypasta is it's more it's like hey internet you want to hear something creepy yeah it's like a and buy a three pack of and buy a three-pack of slip-on shoes that will be shipped to you in 48 hours for free? Yeah. Uh, creepypasta comes from uh, copypasta, which was just like... we. <laughs> Dan did a weird he's head-bobbing doing, he, thing. He's stretching. That, he's yeah, trying I'm to stretching stay my limber. neck out. Uh, it's basically just, you know, low-rent horror stories. Uh, copypasta was just something that was like uh, random little crap that... Uh, you, Basically, basically internet chain lettering. Yeah, and then creepypasta was the horror variant of that. Why was it called copy pasta? Because it's like a silly way of saying copy paste. Oh, that's literally all it is. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, I once was really bored at work a few years ago and went down like a much deeper rabbit hole than I was anticipating. Where a guy it's always the way it goes. Yeah, where a guy was telling a creepy pasta story. Where do you remember the NES Godzilla game that we owned? Yes, yes. Everybody remembers so, the NES Godzilla game, <laughs> there's Dan. A, there's a horror story about the NES Godzilla yes. game. So this guy, like, I don't know. It's like his remarkably fun for how it, dumb it was. It seemed like it would be really terrible. Yeah, and it probably was still really terrible. Oh yeah, but it, for I sure. Had a lot of good times with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like as opposed to like say Bayou Billy or whatever, which was like genuinely a good game that no one liked. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that another Dreamcast game about maps? No, it was yeah, like- it's a uh, it's about uh, getting through the Japanese Bayou. Oh. Sure. Anyways, yes. The story about this Nintendo. You have where, to jump over all of these yeah, monkeys but, in uh, <sighs> uh, naturally occurring hot springs. Uh huh. Whoa, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Wait, those are the ones that always just look like the old, ja- old the, men who are really cold. The yeah, those Japanese, monkeys. The Japanese yeah. Bayou seems way better than America Bayou. Yeah. yeah. America Bayou is just like a gross swamp where like there's hillbillies hand fishing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Japanese bayou seems like it would be very relaxing. Yeah, just a bunch of monkeys chilling. Yeah, like you just go in some hot springs with some monkeys. Mm-hmm. I do wonder about, I mean, how those monkeys must be less aggressive than like chimps and stuff. Well, but how much less aggressive? But they're in, they're in hot springs. No one gets they're cranky. They're so chill. Yeah, yeah. They're just so relaxed. <laughs> they're too relaxed. They're actually the most aggressive monkeys <laughs> yes. in the world if yes. taken out of their environment. Yes. Yeah, but they're in the hot springs. Exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. What are you saying, Dan? Oh, I don't know. So basically this guy just like, it, just, it was a story of just like, 
I don't know, it was like his game was possessed by a ghost or something. <laughs> and like literally it was an I mean, I was just like impressed with how elaborate this story was. It went on forever and there were so many like you know, like pixel art like fake screenshots from this Godzilla game that we played as children and it was fascinating. Like where? Wait, didn't this story start in your workplace? I mean, I was bored at work. Oh, gotcha. And not doing work. You said I was at work, and this guy was telling this. Oh no! Yeah, I mean that'd be amazing if one of my coworkers pulled out a three ring binder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is there showed... a point where like Godzilla turns directly towards the camera and tells you that you specifically, uh, whoever was writing this? Are going to die in three days or something? I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it what was. What sort of haunting can a Godzilla? I don't think it was Godzilla, have? but it was definitely like the game itself was talking to this guy or something. But, but also, like, there were a bunch of like fake monsters, you know, in the game. Uh, I don't know. It was like just, I got so sucked into just the amount of effort that was put into <laughs> it. And especially the amount of effort about the Godzilla Nintendo game. Yeah. I mean, that's the part that throws me. Yeah. It's right? just you, like. Right? Yeah, like maybe pick a non-licensed property that someone won't sue you over. Yeah, it was fascinating. That's my concern. <laughs> yes, that's definitely a real problem in, in the uh, Reddit community. Yeah. Hey, so here's a question. Yes? If there were a third Chan, would what? it be 12 Chan or 16 Chan? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh. Does it follow like bit rate things? I'm not... I haven't really delved into the Chan. It's the, probably for the best. The Channing universe. Right? Uh, the Channing universe? <laughs> yeah. I assume it's Channing Tatum's personal website, right? What? <laughs> wait. Wait. You're <laughs> saying that Channing Tatum is, like, fostering some of, like, the worst subcultures <laughs> in our society on I his mean, personal website? <laughs> you've you've seen the man physically. Would sure. you really be surprised? He just seems so nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he gets you, though. Yeah, sure. That's what people said about all those movies that David Duke starred in. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, like, under those incredible abs, he's just got, like, a swastika tattooed onto his scrotum or something? Yeah. You remember David Duke's first movie, Magic Reich? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That was actually pretty good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of myself. I know. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm reacting to. <laughs> where? Uh, yeah, I don't understand. I don't actually understand what 4chan is. Like, why it exists. Like, uh, I understand I, I understand what it does now. Like, I understand, like, the culture that it fosters now. I don't understand where it came from. It came from that same, like, message board concept that you and your friends used to run. That's sure. what I assumed it was. That, I mean, that's what it was. It was just like, hey. What is a Chan? Um, I don't know how it got its name. Okay. Channel? Oh, sure. Oh, that's right. That's right, because it used to only just be like those four message boards. Gotcha. So, you know, four right. channels. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know I don't know why. I think 8chan's just a play on 4chan. Right. They should have called it 4track, and then they could just be a nice recording community. And, just, and if they needed more space, you just bounce down. <laughs> exactly. What? We're making fun home recording oh jokes God. right now. For like, <laughs> very, very outdated home recording. Yeah, we're going back to original podcasting conversations again. Yeah. Yeah. That's the theme of this episode. It's like, this motherfucker on Usenet was saying that. <laughs> Why is GitHub called GitHub? I have no idea. Uh, because the. Well, it's just a place to uh, Git store repositories for the program Git. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a hub. Or using the program Git. Anyway. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's all it is. I just thought that they just spelled get wrong. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, the program did. Is it Really? That's what happened? Yep. The guy that made it, he just didn't know how to spell. That's all that happened. Ooh, rough. Is that, is that true? No, I don't know. Well. Git, I'm sure it stands for something. Or it doesn't. And he was just like, I want Git, but probably some other really old Unix program oh, already sure. is called this. That I would believe. <laughs> Yeah, and it was used for obtaining academic papers written in ASCII uh -huh. that uh, diagrammed monkey skeletons. Yeah, and boobs. <laughs> and boobs. I mean, you could tell from the monkey skeleton where the boobs would go. That's true. 
That's that's a good point. <laughs> I just I pictured you as like a middle school kid on the playground. You know, you could tell. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Let me tear off the like strip with holes on the side of this paper. It will be distracting from where the boobs would be. <laughs> um, I watched Coco last night. Uh huh. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's good. Um, it's like it's it's a good enough movie that looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it's very oh, pretty. Right. Um, it's very pretty. But all the women skeletons. Yeah. They tried to make them kind of have boobs by just making their uh, rib cages shorter and like tilting them back, so they would kind of just like stick out a little bit where boobs would go. Oh, uh-huh. weird! So yeah. shaped like Linden rib cages. What? I have a weird like. We have rib- skeleton boobs. My rib cage. <laughs> my rib cage like, like the bottom of our my rib cage like juts out more than I think like rib cages usually do. There's like a like a flare at the end. Now I'm feeling my rib cage. I mean, mine like <laughs> dips in a lot right here, like under the oh my pectoral normal. areas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet normal rib cage. Yeah, it's weird how you were rubbing it as though there were nipples down there. I was finding it. Mm-hmm. Gotta find it. It's pretty mashed up. Mashed it's, up. It started normal. Now there's a lot of oh, I see what you're saying. Remodeling. Yes. Oh. Right. Some involuntary remodeling over the years. Well, I mean, my body voluntarily remodeled it. Oh, it sure. could have just left all those That's bones true. broken. Just, <laughs> just floating free. That's true. Good job, body. Yeah. Now I don't rattle when I walk anymore. <laughs> Too many hockey fights? Uh, you fall off some things. You you got some... <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. You got a, you got a small... You get smallish bones. You fall off some things. You maybe purposely you get, run headlong into slides on a playground. Yeah, maybe you get, like... Maybe you get hit by a car... Sure. ...on purpose mm. in the wrong way. You know, the normal way. Yeah. Oh, this was supposed to be my meal ticket. Now I have actual hospital bills. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it only happens, like, one in seven times. <laughs> so, oh, I see. So, so you get enough to pay. So like, the house always wins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In this instance, me, yeah. uh, Stephen Montenegro rolling cars, yeah. is the house. Right. right. Huh. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Coco. Yeah. Boob skeletons. Skeleton boobs. I yeah. guess I didn't notice that but i completely would believe that that was the case like i think it was i think it was not an intent and their intent was not to create boobs it was more just to give them a particularly effeminate shape i think their intent was to make how they knew how to draw and animate dresses look right oh sure that makes sense sure but I mean, in this world, also like they still have a bunch of like mustaches and shit growing on their skulls. So well, yeah, but mm. like, but like the skulls look like the sugar skulls. That's like true. they look like the sugar skulls that you make of your of uh, of your ancestors. And yeah, shit. yeah. This is just the movie version of Grim Fandango, sort of, sort of, yeah. Classic Lucas Arts event, not classic middle section. <laughs> Actually, the end of Lucas kind of the end. Yeah, game. I was gonna say Grim yeah. Fandango, kind of like right um, I, Siren Song Adventure yeah, game? Yeah, it might have been like the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, unless there was some sort of additional Sam and Max episode or something like that. They started one, and then it never was finished. Um, why is there no Monkey Island uh, uh, for the PS4? Uh, what do you mean? I'm angry about it. There's Monkey Island for the PS3? Oh, like why didn't they port it over? Yeah. I don't know. Can't you just back... Can you scum VM channel for PS4 or something? No, I, I mean like... If I'm in a scum VM, yeah. I want to just use my laptop. I don't know. Yeah, because you want to have it on the PS4. Yeah, <laughs> I want it. I want like I want it to be on a big screen. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess I could just like Can video just... cast from my phone to my TV. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> that well, sounds like the solution. I've yeah. solved this in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. More importantly, why is there no Katamari for the PS4? Oh, great question. Yeah, that should really be something that they keep going for every generation. Right? The last Katamari was like for PS2. Hmm. 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 I bet bet Microsoft could figure out how to make Katamari be modern generation. Do you want like a new game or do you want to just port it to the new system? I could go either way. Okay. (laughs) Because I wonder if like Mr. Katamari is like doing other things. 
Mr. Katamari. I don't know. Whoever designed Dave that Katamari. Game. Yeah, you know, David. From Toledo, Ohio. Yeah, David Katamari. <clears throat> I just assumed that it was a gift bestowed on us by the king of all cosmos. Oh. Yeah. All right. In the form of his only child, David, David Katamari. <laughs> the king of the cosmos so loved humanity mm-hmm. that he sent them his only child. David Katamari <laughs> to make video games for their sins. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I think I did the Bible right there. That's, yeah, good yeah. work. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much hit all the, the main... I hit the, I hit the high points. Yeah. Also, David Katamari is a ghost, but also he's actually his father. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, oh, right. And also just light when he feels like it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yes. Someone, someone like we got, I got into a thing and I got into a weird conversation the other day um, that just kind of like turned to just religion in general. Okay. Um, And like, we sort of like, uh, uh, we sort of like all agreed that like religion's dumb or whatever. And like, let's just not get into it. Uh-huh. Um, uh, like, was this the beginning or the end of the conversation? It was sort of the beginning. Like, we're just like, yeah, no one cares. So you were like, let's not worry about it, but let's talk about it. <laughs> no, 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 but so like, so like, and then it, and then it turned to like, like, I think I probably said something like, it's not all bad though. We got Christmas. Uh-huh. Uh, then you get presents. Um, True. Presents are great. Uh, I do like presents. Uh, but, Except for the ones that are bad. Yeah. Bad presents are sucky. Yeah. But like, you know, special candy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like those like white chocolate peppermint Hershey kisses. Or like the weird shapes of uh, Reese's peanut butter cups that are sometimes a better ratio of chocolate to peanut right? butter than oh, the originals. But interesting. Anyways, someone said, and they're not as hard to chew because they don't have the structural integrity of the sides. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm okay. Finish whatever you're talking about. We're coming back to this. <laughs> so someone says, like, do you think? December 25th is Jesus's real birthday. <laughs> <laughs> to which I proclaim, do I think the man that's also his father, but also a ghost, but also just eventually turned into light that shot into space, lied about his birthday? <laughs> light that shot into space? Yeah, that's what happened when Jesus died. Jesus didn't die a second time. He just turned into light and shot to the heavens. Uh Sure. Let's not worry about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but this is where the religious conversation turns. <laughs> and everybody had opinions, just like you were about to, <laughs> about the dumb way that I characterized it. And then we actually ha- I actually had to eventually be like, hey, remember when we all agreed this is dumb and we shouldn't bother with it? Yeah, let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of going back to things. Yeah. Okay. So you have, you have issues with like the, like the design of a classic Reese's. I don't know, specifically, you are so weak yeah, that your right, jaw right. can't like what chew. like the ridges, said the chew. little ridges I on the edge. Have said chew. Are they it's too, a different mouth Are they feel. too sharp? Are they too sharp for your delicate gum line? What are you talking no, about? It's not. They're not too sharp. It's just a different. Are they not sharp enough? There's no pleasing you. <laughs> Would you rather just have? I'm like trying a, to floss my teeth with the sides of these <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups. Like explain it's just to not me, working. explain to me the issue that you're having with. Like <laughs> it's not an issue. I understand when you say there's a sometimes a better distribution of peanut butter to chocolate. Like the ratio. Right. I get what you're saying with that with like the eggs or the trees or whatever. Right. But like I own trees specifically. Yeah, those trees are great. <laughs> yeah, but like, you, what is your issue with actually biting We're into also in the season of the uh, uh, peanut butter pumpkin? Yeah. yeah, which is also good. What is your issue with because, biting into a regular? Because you cup? can just gum it until you get to the <laughs> until you get to the peanut butter the peanut butter center. I mean, there is you an can lick of it that. without <laughs> accidentally cutting your tongue on the edges of the cup. That's also sometimes the activity that just tell what have, me what is you have, your problem with the it's cup? It's not a problem. You have avian bone syndrome that <laughs> is only localized in your mouth. You might have thrush. Oh no! <laughs> Which one is that? Is that? I think that's right. Thrush is like a mouth thing, but also it's gross for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I think it's like a, it's like, it's like a, a, like it's a, oh, it's a yeast infection like a, in yeah, your yeah, mouth. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, just cure the yeast infection in your mouth. You could eat so many more peanut butter cups, Mike. One time, I think I was thinking of thrush 
but I was like, huh, what's trench mouth? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's trench foot. <laughs> I know. I figured that out later. Trench mouth? <laughs> trench mouth is definitely a new metal band from yes. 2001. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I thought... Trench. Oh, I'm thinking of gutter mouth. I thought, is mm. trench mouth a thing? <laughs> I mean, it should be. Uh, but look, I'm not saying that I have difficulties with <laughs> oh, with the original. You literally said you had them. difficulties I, with them. No, Dan worded it as difficulties. You said not so hard to chew, uh, <laughs> and I didn't really mean chew. I meant a di- I meant more about like uh, the the bite is different. <laughs> on peanut butter, sure. on a classic like, peanut butter cup, than the other shape, and it's not that one is necessarily better than the other. It's just a different experience for a different situation. I personally enjoy the structural integrity of a classic cup because it feels like I'm eating more of a fancy treat than just a egg-shaped I sometimes glob. enjoy that too. I yeah. sometimes enjoy that too, but I also have had periods in my life where I've had. Too many, some would say, almost everyone would say, peanut butter cups uh-huh. around the house uh-huh. for an extended period of time. Uh-huh. Not because I eat them slowly, but because I continue to uh, replenish the supply. Uh-huh. And then at some point, you're like, oh, this is a different experience. That's pretty good. But it's also, uh, you know, hitting that same pleasure center in your brain. <laughs> That replaces actually experiencing. So food what like a I'm hearing person. is you're like the target demographic for these holiday themed Reese's cups because they're literally just like, hey, it's the exact same product. It's a different shape for your mouth. It's also like, yeah, it's a different shape for your <laughs> dumb yeast infected <laughs> mouth. I don't have trench mouth, <laughs> but yeah, like, suck on this chocolate <laughs> egg, thrushy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a show title. <laughs> uh, Here's a prescription. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot we already had a good one, too. Uh, well, break it up into two parts. Yeah. But, like, the, uh, the the holiday variants of things do serve now as, like, uh, sort of a way to limit my unhealthy relationship with foods like this. Okay. How so? For, like, both Oreos and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups in that uh, when the holiday roams around yeah. where that variant exists, I'm like, oh, this is the time of year that I can have this now. I see. What are Whereas those? other times of year, I don't get them anymore. How do you deal with Oreos, though, where they're like 17 new flavors every week? Never, never. New flavors are dumb. They're for bullshit people. So what is... I, <laughs> I you only just want the cream inside to be, to be orange. Orange. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, it's like, oh, they changed the color. Yeah. How exciting. Yes. Although, I have to say, this most recent time, they've already put out the Halloween Oreos. Mm-hmm. Cookie is a little harder than it used to be. What? It's a different, it's a, the cookie is a different consistency oh, in these Halloween Oreos. They're focusing all their effort on cream flavoring. Yeah, and also it might have something to do with, you know, not making the the product 100% trans fat. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I also assume that that's a thing. Oh, yeah, that's probably what Plus, it is. Plus, they give them shapes, which, like, I don't know if that affects things. What shapes? shapes? They put little, like, uh, uh, jack-o'-lantern faces on the back. Oh, like they stamp them on them. Oh. Yeah. yeah, okay. They're not, like, making bat-shaped Oreos. And they actually feel like... I would either love or hate that. Yeah. It feels a little bit like the <laughs> I cookie I like how part. you're not sure. <laughs> I mean, I would have to try it to know. You'd have to know. Because maybe like it would the... feel weird in your mouth, those bat wing right? points. I don't want it to cut up my trench mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. You were saying something. It was super important. Please continue. <laughs> I think the cookies got a little thinner. <laughs> yeah. And uh, maybe just more dense. Which uh, totally changes the experience. Uh I can't do my classic Oreo eating technique. Which is? I was just putting the whole thing in your mouth. (laughs) And then dumping some milk in there. Dumping some milk in there and letting it soften up. Oh, because you can't bother to chew because of your weak ass mouth? (laughs) First of all, Dan's right. No, this this is something that's hard on your mouth. Because you're you're getting getting the the cookie on the scraping against the roof. Just dunk the cookie. It's, no, then you get your hands all milky. So here's you a, don't have to. I like I like less and the cookie drips on oh its way God. up to your mouth. I like less milk to cookie ratio. I still want it to be hard on your mouth. Yeah, he wants a hard on his Damn mouth. It. Yeah, <laughs> woo! Now <laughs> bro, it's an early nineties podcast. Do you know podcast. what you just said, bro? Uh, <laughs> here's the prescription. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, I still want it to be like. 
toothsome. Uh-huh. Yeah, I also would like there to be like I just want there to be a little, I just want there to be a little refresh, refreshing splash of milk fats. Sure. Yeah. I understand that. Milk in moderation is the way to go in almost any situation. I like, but I don't know. I like my Oreos to be trace leches, basically. Oh. Hey, what's the what are those you know those like lemon Oreos? No. They're not made by Oreo. They're like a different brand that oh, they have sure. like you know, the ripply shortbread cookies yeah. with the yellow lemon yeah, cream yeah, in there. Yeah, what yeah. are those called? Great question. And are they Girl Scout cookies? Ooh, Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you here. Huh. Kind of thought you guys would know more about this. No, this I mean, I know that they exist, and I think I enjoy are them. They like, are they like Hydrox? Maybe. Based? My body is, the, uh, is a variant on the old Mike Myers sketch. Uh, the store of all chocolate things. If it's not chocolate, it's crap. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, uh, do we all enjoy that? We all- <laughs> I mean, it took us a while to get there, and then it was <laughs> underwhelming. I but- do wish that I could have remembered exactly what Scottish. Yeah, well, yeah, I remember that it was Scottish, but I couldn't actually remember what the name of the store was. Wait, exactly. a random Mike Myers character had a Scottish accent? You're kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "If it's not Scottish, it's crap." I only recently discovered, like, the old Wayne sketches from before he was on SNL. Wait, what? Where did he do those? Oh, yeah. Uh, Where did he do those is what I was trying to ask. Some Canadian TV show. Sure. Like, it might have been latter iterations of SCTV. I don't think it was called SCTV, though. Yeah, I'm sure it was just something. It was sort of a similarly named thing, though. Yeah, I'm sure it's just something that Second City did. Sure. Because, you know, Lauren had kids in the hall. Right. He didn't need another SCTV. Lauren owned kids in the hall. Yeah, he put them in their box and then let them out every once in a while to write a sketch. Well, he kind of did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just listening to a Scott Thompson interview, and it does kind of sound like <laughs> they were basically brought over as indentured servants to Lauren Michaels. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Did you guys know that uh, Hydrox Cookies has oh. the, uh, the, the world's most sustainable business model? What? Because for every one you eat, two Hydrox cookies just appear in its place. But they appear in the factory. Hydrox hasn't made a cookie since the first one. Whoa. Wow. That's that's a, uh, an amazing... Uh, where does the extra material come from? Does it come out of your... Does the Hydrox steal mass from your body? I'd, that would make it a much more successful product. Yeah. I mean, as long as the mass wasn't like bone density or, or like something. gray matter <laughs> yeah Whoa. there's very specific mass it would have to be stealing hydrox is made of brains <laughs> neat i was just i was just making a joke about the myth- mythical creature hydra the hydra i hadn't oh. like oh. i hadn't really figured out the physics of it i think the issue is that mike and i were we still not. so entrenched in literally talking about cookies right. that we <laughs> and I did, I did not make the hydra jump yeah, I just sort of, I just sort of didn't figure out the physics. I figured Greece, the Greek Empire survived long enough without figuring out the physics of that. Like, sure, why would I bother? <laughs> wow, that's an interesting uh, position to take. It's good enough for them. It's good enough for me. I mean, I don't know if that was ever like a crisis <laughs> of the Greek of like Greek society where like, of course it wasn't because it doesn't matter if you figure out the physics of it, right? Like, also, I, what? Never mind. I wasn't. No, I, no. I, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to delve into like Greek. Oh, oh, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Of course, you do. <laughs> what, what, what part of the Greek Empire lasted so long? In like they, it was constant internal battles unless someone else was fighting them. Well, first of all, Greece still exists. Yeah, so Mike, checkmate. Not still exists. Exists again. Uh what was it in the meantime? The Ottoman Empire? Yeah. Greece was part of the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's uh, not a Greek empire. I didn't say the Greek empire. I that's said exactly Greece. what you said. Look, <laughs> I'm not going to listen back to this. That's, that's <laughs> certainly true. So we'll never know. No. <laughs> um, you could make an argument that the Byzantine Empire was a Greek empire in spite of the fact that they considered themselves Romans. See, and you said you didn't want to talk about this. <laughs> You forced my hand. Two. You're, you've never been happier. I've never seen you happier. <laughs> Two. The original point I was going to make. Yeah. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> ah, yeah. Here's a prescription. 
Shut up, nerd. It. Oh, shut up, nerd. All right. Or eat my ass. <laughs> Either shut up or eat my ass. <laughs> entrapment. <laughs> yeah, oh. that didn't sound sarcastic. <laughs> That's entrapment. Oh, we brought it all around. Yeah. yeah. Who's got things coming up? Oh, man. No one. Yeah. That's true. You can always be coming up at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic every well, Thursday night. You can be o'clock. coming up if you sign up. In sign time, up at nine thirty. You'll have your blast off. Or if you're pink. What pink? Like the like the ar- pink. The- I'm coming up pink. Yeah. Okay. I made the connection that time. Yeah. Nice. Did you know that she has the uh, best business model for a pop star ever? For every pink song you hear, two more just appear in the wow. world. Wow. And just then like you're the obligated. Hydra. And then you're obligated to give her money for some reason. <laughs> huh. Thus making it a business model. That one I had to fix on the back end. It wasn't as good. I had to uh, I had to explain to a guy who I don't think had heard of open mics before. Ooh. Oh, like this is interesting. <laughs> yeah. in, this, in this last week, uh, uh, we were doing a show, uh, and like a guy who had just come in like towards the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So you know when people had all lost interest. Yep. Uh, like the this guy comes in and he's like, "Hey, how do how do you get on to this stage?" And I go, uh, "Put your name on this sheet." And he's like, "Really?" And then, um, in the middle of somebody sort of doing the classic open mic thing of, "Oh man, this room is really dead. What a crappy time this is." Uh-huh. As like a joke that you know, uh, open o- micers tell. Open micers tell for only the enjoyment of other open micers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, and none of them enjoy it. <laughs> this guy, this guy was like, uh, says this as though it were the craziest idea that anyone had ever come up with. Hey, does anyone ever get up on that stage and just really crack everybody up? <laughs> and you had to explain to him, nope, no, it's an open mic. Never, never, it's never happened. Uh, that was fun. Did, so, he, did he go on? No. Do you think you'll see him this week? <laughs> Maybe. I'd oh. be fun. He did sit what down he, and... What if he showed up and just killed it? Yes, it'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. Yeah. You give him a sash, right? <laughs> Best. Should I have a sash at the ready this Thursday? I mean, the fact you haven't all these years is sort of disappointing. Yeah. It is true. Yeah, no wonder no one pays attention during your show. Yeah. <laughs> They don't think they could win a sash. Look, uh, be awarded a sash. Sorry, it's not. It's not willy nilly. They're not drawing your name out of a hat. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Mike You're not getting a sash. It's merit. You earn yeah. a sash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, as the adjudicator of the of the open mic, yeah, has the ability and responsibility mm-hmm. to award someone a sash that says "Mayor of Open Mic." Yeah, should mm. should uh, the legend come to pass where an individual gets everyone to laugh their blasts off mm-hmm. they will be awarded mayor of open mic it doesn't seem spacey enough space okay emperor. space emperor of open mics oh let's not go that far that's too much power space <sighs> knower about her of open <laughs> mics alright that's good comedy king of the cosmos Oh, you should have an open mic competition? Mm. Yes. I'm sure that always goes well. (laughs) I know. It does seem to motivate people. Yeah, and make them bring people. Yeah, that's true. Why don't you, but you I'm should... not sure that I want that. <laughs> I think this is the I think this is the key problem that Galactic perhaps has in that I am always somewhat disappointed when there's a legitimate number of audience members. In well, this, because in because then there's someone to disappoint. Uh, it's less disappoint and more like oh, I guess I'm actually going to have to work at this one. Yeah, and like the people uh, never uh, know uh, what they're in for. They either came with a first timer or just wanted a pizza. Uh-huh. And they're like, "What is happening at me?" They're like, "Why is this man rambling for 15 minutes for n- about nothing?" <laughs> I assume unless your style has changed. Uh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, we're getting we're getting to Halloween. It's it's time for your Halloween material to come out at the beginning of uh of of open mics now. Oh. 
I mean, you've got a solid bit about how you are too weak to eat a regular shaped Reese's cup. Not my point. <laughs> but it's the point you made. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. Old trench mouth, Mike. <laughs> All right, we need to end this. What? Podcast. We're gonna end the podcast. Oh, okay. Speak up. Overcome your trench mouth. Yeah. <laughs> People <laughs> will find you inspirational. Exactly. Hey, you guys. Trench mouth. 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 Oh, the points of the cup. <laughs> Goodbye. Jeez. <laughs>